When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, Dubyard Air Holes. Welcome to episode 95 of the Dubland Podcast. <laughs> PJ is having an internal crisis. Oh, it's disgusting. It's still Are you wrestling with the ham? Mm, it's absolutely horrible. So... Peter's just eating a ham sandwich, ham sandwich, and it's not been good. It's really chewy, like. Yeah, it was real thick ham. Ham is not supposed to be chewy, ham. is it not? I know, like that big kind of oh, it's in between your teeth and everything. Uh, no, yeah. it's it's it's. Is that called a hocker ham? I don't know. You know, what it's like called. a proper like it's proper cooked baked ham, so it's a big yeah. hocker. It's not like a thin kind of. It's not like a sliced version. No, of, the, of it. No, it was plastic ham. I won't be doing that again. Jeez, that was a bad idea. There's some made such a terrible decision now today. So I did. Was that the worst decision you've made all day? Yes. So it's not the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world. It's just the end of my lunch, which is oh, it's not, okay. Never, you can get more. Never a good thing. Don't worry about it. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not the end of the world. Oh, come here. Go on. Because we're in the wrong studio today. Yeah, thank and you. No to, internet. To Westland. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do animal facts today. Oh, okay. But I can't. Why? Because I found this account on Instagram. Okay. Which gives us. It's called Sad Animal Facts. Sad Animal Facts. Yes. I can get in. Try and find it there. So, and then as you, you try and find them. it, I'll do this. Animal facts, animal facts, I got those animal facts, animal facts, animal facts, I got those animal facts. There you go. Got it. Sad animal facts. I, I, oh, PJ Gallagher it, likes it, no surprise. It cheered me up for fucking ages. Okay. Uh, there you go, so bang out a few of them, please. Number one, piranhas bark at their enemies. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. And they're basically dogs of the sea. They're vicious hot dogs of the sea. They're the pit bull of the sea, so is what they are. Fair play to them. I like piranhas. Yeah, next please. Lone marmots. 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 Live longer. Oh, that is kind of sad, isn't it? I've got some bad news about marmots. They seem like pretty good reason to stay. It, that also seems like a pretty good reason to stay all weekend. They just don't like hanging around with people. They yeah. like to be on their own, but they live longer in solitude. They live longer. They have a better life if they're on their own, yeah. So there you go. So I'm you're a marmot. A, yeah, I am a bit of a marmot, yeah. I like it kind of, maybe I'll get a marmot tattoo. Oh, God. I kind of like the idea of a marmot. I just realised something I've about... I've never, I don't even know what a marmot is. That's, I don't need, it's, oh. it's sort of like an otter or something. Because but I, I realised something about myself during this during the week, actually. Oh, here we go. So, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I did. Did you? I honestly did fucking you? did. Yeah. Hey, people always accuse me of not liking people. Because I don't like going to pubs, really. And I don't like being in busy places. I like going to a pub during the day when it's nice and Lots quiet. Lots of alcoholism issues that it's you have. It's not. I didn't even fucking drink. I was in the pub there watching the United-Newcastle game last week. I forgot you're a soccer tug now. Yeah, I was sitting there doing that. And I went, but I went up. Just write and, that down. Soccer And tug. the person I was with was having a wine. And I had a blackcurrant. 
Uh, so it's grand. Uh, so, but I just like it. There, and then at night time, I'm not into it, right? I'm just not into it. It gets right. too noisy. Right. People will be talking shite and drunks will be hanging around. I'm not, I'm not into it. Uh, well, I am sometimes, but rarely. I hate parties. Stop backtracking, Alco. I hate parties. I would rather... No, you just don't like them. I would rather devour the shite of a wild dog than go to a wedding. Oh, you know, I'm just not into I'm these so things. so glad we didn't know each other when I was getting married because it would have been really <laughs> awkward. You just don't like going to them, though, in fairness, because people shake papers at you and do Jack Steve or Jake, Jack Stevens. Jack Steve. That character you but did. But it's not even Jack. just... Such a, I get such a so, social anxiety. A social anxiety of, of it all. I, such a social awkwardness about it. And then I realised, I don't hate people. I actually like people. It's not a, like a... What's that word for people? I, I can't remember the word for hating people. I'm not into PJ that. Gallagher. No. I love people. I really do love From people. From afar. Love, I just don't like company. That's right, okay. all it is. I'm not into company. I am in with, with people I know. Right. At short intervals. You know what I mean? Not like a whole fucking this day is why we've been, This is why we've been cut down to once a month. It yeah. was getting too frequent twice. <laughs> yeah. No, not like not a whole day with somebody or anything. But I, yeah, I, I, I'm really like people. It's just company. Company is hard to take. It's hard. Well, to but take you know company. what though? That that makes that kind of changes everything that I think about you because they say. Don't they say misery likes company? So maybe you're not as miserable as I thought you were. No, I'm not miserable. I'm genuinely not miserable. Really? Yeah, no, Two most, years, of the time I'm still... in, most of the time I'm in a particularly decent mood. So you're a marmot. Mm. I'm a bit of a marmot, yeah. Well, you're probably like this as well. Foxes rub themselves in puma urine to trick their predators. What do they use then? Like, is the foxes that live around my area, I haven't seen many pumas rocking around for them to rub themselves. I don't know. In. So what, what are they using? Are they using the cat down the road maybe kind of thing? Maybe cat piss, maybe, yeah. Who knows? Cat piss isn't useful for fucking anything, though. So I, don't, I doubt it. This is kind of interesting. Groundhog Day, which happened just a while ago, last week, Groundhog or three weeks ago now, was Hedgehog Day until the 1800s. I've used that Groundhog hijacked. Day. Yeah, hijacked. Everything gets hijacked. Yeah, everything gets some hit. Some things worse than others and yeah. worse than others. But I did say that because it's been so cold. The start of February was so cold and I was like, oh, maybe there's something in that groundhog because remember they lifted it and said, oh, he saw a shadow so then there's going to be another be six. There's going to be six. Yeah. It's still been cold. Like, it looks like spring is spoon, but it's still freezing. It's How many of these do you want? Do you want another one? One more. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> that, well, I, this one's because it's kind of crap. I'll do another one. The, bas- the basking shark eats anything that swims into its mouth. Well, it has no choice because it's it's permanently open. Oh, but that's why I love Ireland. Basking sharks are one of the reasons I love Ireland. Didn't I tell you that before? I did. Yeah, I know. It's one of the reasons I love Ireland because I, everything in Ireland is safe. You know what I mean? Irish people don't get into trouble in the same way British people do. British people, no matter what happens in the world, there's always a couple of British people injured. Uh, Irish people, it never happens to. And we have the biggest sharks in the world off the coast of Ireland, off the coast of Donegal, and they don't even have teeth. I mean, that is Irish look all over. Do you know what I mean? They're not fierce. They're just... They're not fierce. They don't even have fucking teeth. That's why the most dangerous animal in Ireland is a Jack Russell dog and a Chinese takeaway. That's it. That's as dangerous as Ireland gets. It's a fucking safe place to live. We don't have earthquakes. We don't have tsunamis. We don't have landslides. We don't have hurricanes. No, see, you say this, right? We don't have blizzards. We don't have any of that shit. We just have a bit of rain You need to stop saying this, though, because we say shit on the podcast, like, oh, we don't, no terrorism, and there was a thing in Dundalk, and then we say... Oh, that wasn't terrorism. 
It was and just, just a lunatic. man bastard, like. Yeah, well, sure, when he was arrested, he said, I'm no fucking Muslim, was what he said. Oh, right. It wasn't even terrorism, it was just Well, a, you know a what I mean? Case. It's just like, we say these things don't happen, and like, we say there's no storms, then we you know, storm out. No, a storm Ophelia was nothing for most of us. Now, it was across <laughs> for some of the country, but you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it was a bit. Last old. but not least, and I can identify with this one, sheep can only remember 50 faces. I can't see, so I don't even know what 50, 50 faces, faces look like. Yeah. 50? Yeah. Who knew a sheep could remember even one face? Yeah, they can. Well, think about it. You can. Yeah, but a sheep. I didn't know a sheep could. Cause I'm gonna it, follow that. It's called Sad Animal Facts. It's on Instagram. It's very clever. And they're little. Uh, they're little. Um, little cartoons. Cartoons. Little animations. I like that a lot. You know, pigs are the only animal that can recognise their reflection. They can recognise themselves, as in they don't think it's another pig. Well, that's sad. They can see themselves being killed. Then. Oh, stop! Now, don't start. You don't fucking get to do this. You don't get to do this. You don't get to bring me into the world of eating meat. After me being a veggie for seven years, bring me into it. Hashtag influencer bitch. And then all of a sudden start taking it away again. You can't have a boat with Well, you just had an awful time there with the pig you were with. It was horrible, yeah. See? So maybe pig. No, sausages are just too good to give up. They're just too They're good just to too give good up, to aren't give they? Up. Yeah, I had a vegetarian breakfast last week with sausages. I asked then it's just a breakfast. <laughs> well, there's no bacon in it. Or budding or anything. It was just a fucking... It was a fucking... I asked for that. That's what I asked for anyway. It was a vegetarian oh, breakfast with sausage. That's one of my favourite things you've ever said. <laughs> here, come here, actually. I went to say to you, um, oh, how's the Bose thing going? Friday night is the first match. Well, no, because oh, we gone. have gone now. So Friday... This, today is the last day of February. It is the last day of February. So Friday the 6th... It's technically not. It's today. We're recording on the 13th of February, but today yeah. is technically the last so, day of February. So the 16th of February was the first game. Right. Which, by some weird twisted fate of time travel, I've yet to be at. But you will have been at. But I will have been at. Right. And it's against Rovers, which is their biggest rivals. Right, okay. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to go, but I'll have to go on my own. Because everybody else I know is gigging. So I'm so going on Eric my own. Eric is gigging. Yeah, Eric so is, this is gigging. Your, do you know where to go and all that jazz? I haven't a fucking So will you just, will you, like you usually do, just link into someone and kind of... I'll just grab onto somebody. I'll, be, I'll just go inside and hang around and see what happens, I guess. It's not exactly a huge venue, but it's, yeah, it's going to, that's, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Dublin Derby. The first time I'm going to go out to You're this. going it's, to the big one. It sold out three weeks ago. So it's right. going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's so going to be great. So my friend Karen Clare, which we spoke about when Who's you... a Rovers she's fan. She's a Rovers fan. So when she heard the podcast about it, she was like, I'm getting you a Rovers jersey to annoy PJ and one for Ushin too. <laughs> for fuck's sake. And like. I was like, well, he's now a Bose thug, so he could probably go for me. And she's like, I'm going to teach you the chants and you can sing them under your breath and subliminally get in his bra- brain. And then my her, her parting her parting message was, fucking Bose, dirt. <laughs> So you'll probably ah. see her at the match. She'll be the blonde oh. one chanting at you. Yeah, but don't forget, it's uh, soccer, so it's not like GAA. So it's not like what we're used to. I don't to. know. You see, I, so I don't go words, to soccer. So in other words, the fans have to be separated. So do you, oh, like, so you wouldn't see them? No, no. We go in a separate entry. Are, yeah. are you going to start like... like um, like what was that Shadwell I'm trying to think of that do you remember the documentary I think it was about Chelsea or they or they called it Shadwell Football Club and he was oh, was it years ago it was a brilliant movie um, it was like a proper just like London boy he was a copper and he went undercover to try and infiltrate like yeah. it to go into um, the firms and all that yeah shit. to try and get into uh, football thuggery but he actually becomes he gets real into a full on thug like there's a quite a graphic scene of essentially he's kind of like raping his wife like it's very hardcore but it it's just because he comes whatever violent you know inkling he had somewhere deep down that he got so caught up in this but like explains like a Chelsea smile and but I think 
they called it Shadwell Football Club because obviously they think they couldn't affiliate it to a real club. A real club, yeah. yeah. I'm trying. It's years old. It yeah, but it was a, a bell, great no. movie. I'm trying to think, was it Stephen? Oh, hold on. Was it Carl? Stephen Carl? Ste- Carl Carlyle, Carlyle, Robert Carlyle from Tra- I did see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the last movie. scene of the movie, he's standing there giving the fucking Nazi salute. Yeah. Yes, I did see it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Savage. Jesus, yeah. So that's essentially you in two weeks. No, well, you would you listen to the madness of the woman. Well, you know what you're like. The madness like, of the you, woman. You see, there's one thing about you is that you really commit to something. Now, not long term, do you know what I mean? But, you know, it's like, I want to play the trumpet. You get mad into the trumpet and then you drop the trumpet. Now you're doing your C <laughs> legs thing. That'll be gone. And now I think that well, you're so easily influenced. Like, you're I going am. to a match by yourself. You could be like, I don't know. Air, I don't know what's what's the word. Aryan by like two weeks time. Oh, or for something. the love of you! There's none of that shit in Ireland. You say surely. that. And anyway, Bohemians are known uh, as the hipster Tugs. gypsy. No, they're the gypsies. <laughs> they're the hipster club. They're called. They're known as being the most lefty sort of. You know, are they posh? No, the north side, no, like no, they're not posh. Oh, no, right, okay. no, there's no, there's no. Is there posh, any posh? There's not posh clubs in no. soccer. No, is there not? No, definitely Doesn't... not. But they're known as being the sort of lefty liberales of of um, Irish football. So I don't think I'm going to quite go Nazi. I can't sure? see that happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you arrive in here in like four weeks' time with the head shaved and you're like starting to have bows tattoos, I'm probably, and you know, I have in a bows tattoo and a Che Guevara t-shirt. Yeah. And uh, you know some e- equality flag or something. That's the way it always goes with bows. I it's, think. it's a slow. It's a, well, I mean, look, they say that, but it's. <laughs> The slide happens before you know. Where oh, jeez, yeah, but I'm looking forward to. It. I'm get, I'm into all sorts. Of, I'm really getting into fucking everything, sporting at the well, moment. Well, so you have time. They haven't had see, a long time. I haven't had an ages. Yeah. I've been watching loads of boxing. I fucking love it. I've been watching loads of English Premiership football. It's fucking great. That guy who is the manager for Swansea. I don't know his name, <laughs> but he is absolutely fantastic. Have you seen this guy no. being interviewed? He's some. I think he's Spanish or something. Okay. Right? And he's just fucking great. And that's what I love about sport is the pantomime involved in the sports. And they're talking to the manager. Is he the the Davy Fitz of the? He is. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what he's like. He's the Davy Fitz. I have to. I have to. You know what I'm like. I have to equate everything to GA. I know. Yeah. yeah. But he's exactly like that, and he's really fucking funny. So you know. I'm gonna look. What's his name? I'll look. I can't remember. But he's the Swansea manager, right? So Swansea were bottom of the league for a long time, and uh, then they had their first win in a long time, right? Right. Okay. Which got them out of the bottom three, but um, they asked him, you know, how he felt about his team, and of course he said. (laughs) <laughs> well, sometimes you cannot afford to eat lobster. Sometimes you have to settle for sardines. And what I have is a team of sardines. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. And they said to the players, and he was like, the players were kind of like, he said what? Yes, chap. He said what? That's the lad. That's the lad. And then... Uh, Carlos Caravella. That's the fella. And then they... Yeah, he's a good looking chap. And then his next interview, they was, I think they were Not playing Chelsea or Liverpool or some like shit. Valentine from... A bit like that, yeah. Who but were they playing? Uh, Liverpool or Chelsea or something. Are they in the Premiership? That. Yeah, they're in the Premiership. No, okay. Yeah, and then he he uh, they asked him what it was like going out against a big team like that. And he goes, "Well, uh, in the former they are Formula One car." Where is he from? Liverpool. No, he's fucking this fucking lad. The fucking lad from Swansea, Spanish or something. Sorry, your accent threw me. Didn't know where we were. <laughs> Carlos Cavelli. Yeah, and then he goes, uh, yeah, he's uh, Liverpool. He's are Portuguese. F- a Portuguese. A Portuguese. So he's a Liverpool are Formula One car, whereas we are traffic. And <laughs> when Formula One car goes to traffic, it is no fast or no more. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. And then when they finally got out of relegation, <laughs> they asked him how he was going then. Uh, was he feeling good? And he says, as a team, we are still in intensive care. 
but not so serious. Now we may accept visitors. <laughs> Do you reckon he? Great. Do you reckon he he's like sits at great. home going, "Now, what will I say this week?" Yeah. And just put it into whatever the terms are. He just kind of goes. He just has a different metaphor, a different metaphorical analogy for every single game, and that every single one of them is absolutely priceless. He's great crack. He's the man to watch. He's maybe really he's turning me into a Swansea supporter, and that's something I never thought I'd say. Oh well, listen, we didn't thought you'd be a Bows supporter, but there you oh, are for now. The anyway, love of God, woman, let it go. I'm just you're saying. just upset because you don't think anyone should like anything except for GAA. No. Oh, Which I'm, way do I see Bernard Brogan injured? It's fucked. Looks like we're going to lose him for oh, it's maybe... Not, it's not the end of the world. Well, he's just no, a lame. He's just a shame. He's such he, a main... He's, he's such... He's, like, he's a, a stalwart within the, the team and within Dublin and stuff. And that's all well and good. But it's... Like, to be honest with you, the yeah. way the panel is made up now, he's more just there for tokenism. Well, he's a he's big personality. Of course squad. he is. We and he's, him, and like, he's big, we well, all love Bernard I don't. Brogan. I wouldn't include me in that. Well, I love Bernard Brogan. I think most people do. And I think we're most I'm of us... I'm only joking. He's sh- great. Are, are awful no, to I'm leave. joking. It would be a shame. And it would be a shame if he didn't get to play out the season. But in terms of actually the, the actual... No, the, te- the team that is there... Like I, I in it's not a huge. Oh yeah, as far but as I the think psychologically he's a great part to have yeah. someone with that experience in your team. I think you can't beat yeah. that. He's too busy modelling for little ones these days. That's right. Hanging around super value. Totally grand. He's good looking. It's like the Greek girl. He is a good week. looking, but he's, he's a, a good ambassador for the GAA. He is. He's it's got, like Anna Geary. She gets. She's getting wheeled out for everything. Everything, yeah. Good looking girl who played Camogie. Yeah. Get Anna. We need a female. Same Get Anna. Thompson. She's yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. They fucking look. They, yeah, they get whipped them out for all sorts. Of and may I may I point out it's because they know their shit as well, which is amazing. Oh, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it's, it's brilliant. Good looking and knows their shit. Yeah, I'm all for it. Except he's done his cruciate now, so I don't know. Well, if as, ever per, play as a again. person who's done their cruciate, he can come back. I skied the year after he did my cruciate. <sighs> well, but okay. then again, I'm hardly a sports person, so I think <laughs> I, I think a little a little uh, whoosh down a hill is a bit different to you know last night. Crow Park and covering, uh, covering, you know, bit, bit of ground there. Yeah, I Not guess. good at all. Actually, do you know what I meant to say? Um, I mean, I was listening to Blind Boys podcast. Actually, I listened to What's the Story pod um, with the lads, Merv and Danny, and John Connors was on it. Yeah. I listened to it like I a month ago. One. It's absolutely deadly. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, John Connors, um, Cardboard Gangsters. Did you watch Cardboard Gangsters yet? It's on Netflix. Yeah, you I saw it, it. Yeah. You didn't like it. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was a good podcast. Yeah, yeah it's well, a good one. He's someone anyway. to talk, that's for sure. Oh, he talks a lot on this podcast. Uh, he's a lot of views on things. Um, but that's, that was neither here nor there where I was going. But I was listening to Blind Boy and then somebody sent me a message to say, because I was talking about something to do with podcasts. And I was like, oh, have you listened to Blind Boy's podcast? Who's from the Rubber Bandits, if you don't know? And then someone who listened to our podcast said, do, that, do we do patronage? So I was like, I don't understand what that is. And he's like, oh, do you charge people for your podcast? I was like, no. But Blind Boy has now gone down the road of saying, if you want to if you want to because he can't get a sponsor for his podcast oh right yeah. so he's like if you want to contribute to my podcast I think it's like a five or a month or something or, and to people, listen to it to listen to it and people people what is it is it like would the word be donate I, got, I don't I don't know I don't if you're, like can they hear it without paying? yeah you can you can just listen to it don't yeah. have to pay anything whatsoever oh, right, okay, but if yeah, you so want I think that's yeah. why it's, cause it's patronage or whatever but if you want to you can pay a fiver towards the podcast fees or whatever he has and but apparently he's doing very well out of it that's that I'm thinking we should look into it no joke yeah yeah no, I don't know no no but I'm just saying it's funny how now so now I'm noticing a lot in podcasts I'm noticing that people are looking for cash for their podcasts like Richard Herring does it Charlotte Regan does it so it's like 
like I know with off the ball I think you subscribe I think there's actually a subscription but like it's happening a lot like podcasts is that now they I look for people want to make a living out of them it's yeah. funny isn't it I guess so and if you're not getting ads so, that, so that's, so that's what I was trying to figure out the other day, right? So I was laughing thinking about it because then I was like, it would be lovely to have Dublin sponsored because it would be nice to get paid. But then I was like, who do you think could actually sponsor Dublin? I don't know. That's I'm too dodgy thing. mouted, you see. see no one wants to associate themselves so with He me. couldn't. Like, he couldn't have, you know, yeah. I don't know, water wipes. Brings you the Dublin podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, who could we I like know, ideally who could mean. we team up with? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have to be it would be somebody who has a bit of crack like us. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Maybe are you, are you is this a roundabout way of you telling me I should fucking not curse so Oh much absolutely or? not. I right. I don't think we should change at all. I I just think it's funny of the idea of who could actually sponsor us. so all suggestions welcome. Yeah, all all and any. Yeah, of course. But I, I I'm kind of just I'm, I'm intrigued by the amount of people because like Blind Boy gets really good he's number one on iTunes don't forget to subscribe on iTunes by the way and to like us and give us stars and stuff um, and tell your friends actually I could, couldn't give a shit if you tell your friends but do if you want to like this isn't a radio station <laughs> tell a friend fuck off um, but I, it's kind of funny how it's going down that road isn't it I guess so yeah it's changing all the time I Dublin the podcast brought to you by Lidl I, I have no problem with that I fucking love a bit of I Lidl. love Lidl yeah, I, love I, do, Lidl. I do I do the I do all the, the salad, the, the fillings, the couscous, do all that, that shop in the little shop. Very, very now attractive with that So what, like, what, like that though, what other podcast, because we never, one thing we never fucking talk about in this podcast other is podcasts. other podcasts. I so what's good to, out there? So, it's off the ball good, like a sports podcast. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Second, sorry, kept, off the ball isn't, isn't paid for. Second captains you pay to subscribe. I think they charge a fiver. All oh, right, okay. So you pay for theirs. Um, but off the ball is a great podcast. Obviously, Kira Kelly, because I'm on that, on News Talk, that's a great podcast. Um, I, I listen to Graham Norton from BBC Radio 2 um, Richard Herring live from Leicester Square listen to that one see I listen to some comedy ones and you won't like them I like Russell Brand has two different podcasts so I listen to that his Radio X one yeah, he and gives thing. me a pain in my flute like I okay. can't okay you won't enjoy him then no. um, the Comedian's Comedian podcast like that a lot oh that's Goldsmith yeah, yeah. yeah he's, um, he's uh, no his name's gone out of my head Stuart Goldsmith yeah I think that's it yeah um, I listen to him he's a good one um, uh, obviously Chris Moyle's podcast goes without saying we listen to that a lot um, oh the Kane, they're old Russell Kane oh do you know what podcast you'd really like Russell Kane does a podcast The Caning but it's really old but he does another one Tim Lovejoy does a great one as well who's um, Tim Lovejoy do you remember from Soccer AM yes I do yeah he does a really good podcast um, but there's one like Walking With My Dog Walking dogs or something, <laughs> and it's fun. like it's people, you know, uh, you know, like it's celebrities walking, yeah, walking the dog. Um, and celebrities walking the dog. So this girl goes for a walk with her dog, and then celebrities who have dogs are well-known people have dogs go for a walk as well, and that's the podcast. So like David Baddiel, Dynamo, uh, Lee Mack, Alan Carr, Jonathan Ross, she gets savage Brilliant. people, like yeah. So it's like walking the dog. But there you go. I've never heard about it. Anyway, I'm just intrigued by the amount of people who are now, if they're not part of like the Times or the Guardian or a radio station or if they're just like an independent podcast like us, it's I'm just hearing a lot of, I think it's patronage because someone sent me a message going, oh, are you, is Dublin, is it a patron? And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, would you look for money? I was like, no, we just do a podcast. I think they were trying to send you money. Yeah. You should have said yes. Oh yeah, I didn't, I just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, we don't. No. To, not now, anyway. Maybe no. later. But we're, we're going to find a cool sponsor. That would be good. Yeah, that would definitely be good. If you have any good suggestions of people who would like to. What's wrong? No, but I, but see, no, no, see, that's the thing. It can't change. They have to take the podcast as it is. We can't tone it down for sponsorship. And then, because then we just, then we've, then we've sold out to the man, PJ. And that's not us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't do so that. There you go. Uh, by the way, I have yes. to say, talk about nearly getting yourself in trouble. Oh, not I was like doing you. Uh, more young offenders press, right? Okay. And uh, you know when you, I, we had to do this um, full-on press day junket thing. Saw that, us, yeah. So it's gas, man. There's people out Junkets there are that funny, just want to get you in trouble. Really? Yes. In what respect? So Tell most me. people at these things, I have to say, and almost all, because most people in the Irish media are actually fucking grand. Yeah, most people are just people trying to make a living just yeah. doing their thing. And then I'm, sta- I'm standing They don't want to be there as much as you do. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they really don't want to help you, but they do when they're sound and they're nice fucking people yeah. and all that. Uh, but I'm standing there, right? And I'm doing this press junk. And you know the way that it's like you have to move, keep moving and talking to yeah. loads of different people. Oh, did you not stay still and they came in and out? Oh, that was one of the versions. Okay, yeah. But yeah. then that evening, it was it was the other way the around. We just kind of okay. walked in and just talked to everybody. Okay, yeah. So uh, I'm doing this thing and uh, they're all like, hell yeah, how are you feeling about it? Are you enjoying the series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost answers by rote. And then, of course, I'm talk, talking to this other woman. Um, I actually genuinely can't remember what she's from because she caught me so offside. Okay. So she just offside cr- or off guard? Oh, off guard. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I would have deserved to get fucked. But uh, I started there, and uh, she says first a couple of lines about the movie or about right. the TV show, and then goes, "So, Colin Hayes has aligned himself with um, Al Porter." Do you support Al Porter? Wow. Out of nowhere. So within context for people who don't know what that is, so basically Al Porter is an Irish comedian who worked for a national radio station but was on the circuit and was basically beloved by everybody. He hosted Blind Date over here. hosted Blind Date over here. Like it's like Alan Carr maybe. I'm not... Putting them in, the, but it's like it's, his status. Imagine Alan like, Carr got done for savage sexual harassment. Yeah, so he has he has not been convicted of anything. Yeah, he hasn't been he done. He hasn't anything, been arrested. I he there's no charges against him whatsoever. It doesn't even look like there's charges pending. But, but there's basically, a huge amount of he was he was he was. Uh, someone made an allegation on Twitter and it fucking exploded and in the space of a Friday to a Monday his national radio show was gone he stepped down from his TV show was gone he's completely disappeared into the abyss and there's a lot of stories and allegations that aren't founded and that he hasn't been taken to trial about so but but the allegations the allegations are there are fucking everywhere yeah and and there is an awful lot of stories but again just to put it into context, you is should that see the faces I'm getting from Susanna. He hasn't, because like say, that's this is the one fucking lie shit. we would really be liable for. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's why I didn't want to fucking answer the stupid question in the first. But that's place. why I was trying to put it into context about how big that question is. Yeah, because that, that's a loaded question. So, so I panicked. But to Colin Hayes, not, okay, go on. I totally panicked. I didn't know what to say. What did you say? And I just went no. And she was there. You don't support Al Porter, and then you have to be careful because you know. They're just looking for the a headline. headline. Yeah. So it's like, it wouldn't be me just going, no. What they'd say is PJ Gallagher Comedian says, PJ Gallagher. Does not support Al Porter. Yeah. Do you know it'd be oh, all this sort of shit? Oh, 100% like, yeah. So they're no. And she's there, so you don't support. And I was there going, well, not if you did it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know what to say. 
I got caught out so fucking it's, bad. You know what, this, it's kind of unusual for Irish media because that's not one of the things they that don't, we do. Like. They it's don't very normally British, do like, That's why it? I'm saying that no never normally happens over here and they got so caught off guard with it. Because that's what so they do a lot in the UK. That's how they get there. Yeah. They get those headlines and, and they catch it. there was a couple of them. There was a couple of them. What else did they ask you? All stuff on the Porter situation. Yeah, it was. I think it's because it kind of went away for a while and then it bubbled back up. But I think Colin Hayes, who was a radio presenter over here, who now manages a radio station, because he said in any time he had spent, he had never seen Which isn't supporting, which is the way it was. That's just him saying. I looked into it. At, yeah, sorry, yeah. you're totally right. Which, yeah. like, it wasn't the way she phrased it. No, but, so but that's he how basically he, said, I was there the day these accusations. One of the accusations. And he says, I never saw anything happen. Anything. That yeah. was it, right? That's yeah. essentially what he said. Yeah. So that's He's distancing grand. himself from it, basically going, I was there and I didn't see anything. Well, yeah, he's basically saying, I did, yeah, basically, it, it didn't that's happen when I was there. That's not to say whatever but that, I didn't so, see anything. Uh, so, uh, but that then got bandied around without knowing the context at all. It was getting bandied around. And it scared the shy Elmy. These days especially. You know the way the current climate is. Oh, yeah, you, you can't. say one fucking thing that isn't even wrong, but it's perceived wrong. And then the fucking use it to rub your mickey into the dirt for the rest of your life. Yeah, like, see, that's, it's this, actually Project it's 10. Terrifying. Cormac Moore's podcast, Project 10, he did that. He did Tribe by Social Media. And then he was like about the whole, because we talked about it before about that not being allowed to be the politically correctness of not being allowed to be wrong or whatever. Yeah. The whole, the, the social media uh, being on trial thing is kind of terrifying. But I have to say, I fucking did it like four weeks ago. What did you do? And because this is two weeks in the future, I don't know how this plays out. So, and again, it's ongoing. But I, I made it like, I, I really made a comment about Rory Best and about his attendance at the Paddy Jackson rape uh, oh, trial yeah. and like people oh, the, the messages that I got back were just so irrelevant to the trial or anything like that at all because so, I don't even want to get into it because it's too serious but um, it was just the, the stuff that people came back and the guy sent me a message and actually he had a fair point he was just like this is trial by social media and you know he has now been taken to task by social media and it's you know and not, not, not Paddy Jackson by the way Roy Best and I kind of sat there and went he was like, it's like, it's like trolling. It's like Twitter. It's like bullying online. You know, and, and actually, within context, he was kind of right in what he was saying. But the, the my take of it was, well, I was, it was just me eventing that how frustrated I was. I think as a woman that this man went to it. He, you know, he just didn't need to be there, and he went. He could have got the facts from a solicitor, and then it turned out it was that he was. He was, actually he was asked. He wasn't yeah. ordered. He was asked to be there. The, the language is very blurry. He was asked to be there by by the, the defendant's counsel. So again, he didn't really need to be there. And for whatever reason, he was there. Look, I don't know, because there's a lot to play out and yeah, all of this. but he went there on request by, not from the lads, but by the by legal no, counsel. By his, by yeah. the, the accused legal counsel. Yeah. For what reason, we don't know. But at the end of the day, he, he, they would, he didn't have to be there. He could have said no. He was asked. Yeah. He wasn't ordered. It wasn't by order of a court. It was, it was a request from... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but look, regardless of what your thoughts on it are or where you are, but it is that thing that we can all fall down that fucking rat hole very quickly yeah, of, go, just, of just tweeting. And I did. Now, look, I, I stand by what I tweeted because yeah. I don't believe you should have been there. Whatever your belief on it, it's fine. And I don't want to, again, it's, I don't want to talk about that side of thing. But I could understand where you could quickly fall down a fucking hole. Big time. That you can't get yourself back out Big of. Big time. Big time. Like yeah. the, that you're 
you know, were asked, did you pledge your allegiance to Al Porter? Yes or no? Do you know, know what I mean? And and it's because, it's not, but it's because people are being dishonest. People are trying to catch you out, which is the prick of it. See, that's it, though. That's the real prick which of again, it. Which, again, I just reiterate, for Irish media, is very strange, Yeah, isn't very it? strange. Yeah, No, I'll be we're honest We're gone a bit, we're gone a bit. Like, that's and very red in top. In fairness, one per, uh, there was a couple of people asked me, a couple of people asked me, and they... Is it, it caused the kind It of was tongue-in-cheek as if, have you anything to say, which is grand. I was yeah. like, I oh, really don't. Yeah. Only one person definitely was trying to catch yeah. me out. <laughs> that definitely scary, isn't me it? Out. And fucking unnerved me. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm like, I do not want to get yeah, into I'm this. I'm not wanting me down this And I met another right. comedian since then and told him about it. And happens. he was saying, look, it's... Uh, he's, Everybody is. He's doing another show at the minute, uh, a different radio thing. And he's saying that he stopped doing press at the minute because every fucking time... Bernard O'Shea. One person, I'm not telling you who I it don't is. Know. One person asks him uh, this, that same shit, and it's yeah. just, it's just he knows they're just trying to cause a bit. Everybody of wants a quote. Scandal, yeah, it's yeah. It's quiet as well. It's quiet. It's quiet, yeah. Oh, I know. Quiet it is, around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. quiet around. It's not a lot of scandal, so go and look for it. So they're trying to make you the scandal. <laughs> yeah, PJ yeah. Gallagher is. That's what it is. No scandal. Go scandal. make somebody scandal. <laughs> oh, here I meant. Actually, funny we were talking about Lidl there. I uh, I was watching first dates and I recognised a guy on first dates. Not because I'd been on on a date with him and I didn't know where I'd. I didn't know where I'd, I'd seen him from. And then Joey said to me, because he'd been up doing the Lidl shop, and he's like, I saw your man in Lidl, right? And I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, Suzanne.fm. A couple of weeks ago, I was in, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but I was in Lidl and there was an old man behind, but a real Irish owl lad. Now he was only maybe 60s, you know, kind of a smaller one. You know, yeah, those dads yes. with the, you know, with the raincoats, the anoraks, yeah, you know, yeah. those dads. There's one of those. And there was a man in front of me, but he was in his full cycling gear and had his bike. But he was like head to toe in cycling gear, all everything, hat, yeah. well, like a helmet, lycra, clicky click shoes, yeah, the helmet, clicks, yeah. right? So I have all my bits. The man behind me only has effervescence and something. And he kept shifting. And I thought maybe Who was because shifting? the, the man? man behind me kept moving, right? The old, yeah. the old man kept moving and I thought he was kept moving and shifting because he just had a couple of effervescence and a few other bits and bobs and I had kind of a bit of a shop right but he just wanted to get involved and I couldn't figure out what he wanted to get involved in and then it became blatantly obvious he wanted to get involved with the cycling man in front of me who had two six pack or two twelve pack of condoms that's all he was getting so of course our lad <laughs> Irish was like he's training for the ride he's, that's it he was like oh it looks like he's in for a better night because he wants in. He wants a better afternoon than us, doesn't he? Huh? And I'm like sitting there going, well, I'm uh, having couscous. I don't know about you. But he was all involved and he was like, good man yourself up for the riot. Yeah, what? I, 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 he was he delighted. Couldn't, yeah, yeah, couldn't he? Oh, the, the puns, the fucking innu- innuendos were driving him insane. Oh, he, he had to share them with and someone. And he wanted to get them all out as yeah, quickly yeah. as possible. He was just giddy. And then I was kind of taken aback because I didn't, my eyesight's so bad, I didn't. It took me a couple of minutes to realise that he was buying two 12 packs of little condoms. And then your man behind me was little going, condoms. Yeah, he's like, Would you trust them, would you? I was like, I have two kids. I don't take any fucking chances. Yeah, I don't trust that. Yeah. So. And, but then I, in my head I was like fair play to him because he's out for a cycling and if he's going home to you know get on get on to business that's 24 condoms like that's I mean you have to be impressive supply, though. you wouldn't know right anyway then Joey says to me about back to the guy from first dates because I saw him in Little I went he's the condom man he's the condom man so he had been on first oh, date, shit. didn't get on well on first date, so obviously it wasn't with her. But I couldn't place where I knew him. And then I was like, that's why I know he him. He's the, the cycling condom he man, was obviously. the Johnny man from Lidl. Yeah, in the full riding gear. In the fucking Literally. gear. <laughs> with the old man. 
do you know when you love it when things all come together yeah, that you're yeah, like you can finally place yeah, it all, it all the happened. whole world it's delighted. like the world conspired to, yeah. to get you an answer your yeah. man was delighted though I love an oh, L lads was. he was fucking delighted with himself he, he, uh, like that's the thing with L lads though they see something like that and they can't not sh- they can't shut up it's just I have to share <laughs> kept and then a mountain of shitty jokes just keep getting poured on you like well, hot water it's like it's fucking unbelievable like I, I get people telling me jokes all the time <laughs> all the one. fucking time somebody told me a joke for you, to give you actually they're always shit I can't remember what they're it was I went oh yeah I will shit like I had a lad tell me a couple of days ago oh, I had the uh, I'm after getting diagnosed with dementia. Terrible. I forgot the doctor's number. Ha! I was like, that is so shit, man. There was a one liner guy. I used to have a personality, a split personality, but we're all right now. Um, I used to, what was the the other one? Oh, when, when, and what what is it? A fella sang this to me. When you're fucking, when you're down by the sea, Anna Neil bites your knee, that's a moray. That's what he said. Oh, and an eel. I thought that was a name. Yeah, I was no, like, who's an, an eel? eel? I'm already eel. I'd, like, you have to laugh at these fuckers. And then you get the wankers to come up and go, so there's a black guy and a goat walking down the road, right? You're like, oh, fuck off. Racism is not cool. Fuck off. I don't want to hear your joke. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and I meet another black lad, except this fella has a, has a bag of chickens. Right? I'm not like, racist, I don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to hear it. My favorite line is, I'm not along. racist, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah. the black lad. You're racist! Uh, I'm not racist, but this is a good one, right? A black lad and a go are walking around O'Connell Street. You know, oh, fuck off. I can't. I can't get me head around. I hate it so much. And people, I would hate to be you. Like, yeah, I would hate Like much. I would hate to be you. <laughs> All your success with your younger founders and your television series. But women don't do it. Women don't do That's it. That's because we're sounder than women men. Women never walk up to you and tell you a poxy joke. Women no, they, never do. they do hang out of you though. But they don't, they're much they less like annoying. They like to feel you, don't they? I noticed that you're they gig. Like you. they really feel you. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm they not good. I you. Like the weird thing is, <laughs> they do. I'm not good with people touching me. Like, you know, some people are very, <laughs> I I physically freeze. Like, yeah, there's I only, like there's it. very few people in I the world like I kind it, of yeah. let touch me. Obviously my husband's one with two kids, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I would like, and I would crawl inside. It's your husband and kids. That's yeah, I would crawl inside Joey. Like I, like I actually need like cuddles from Joey. I need that, that affection. <laughs> but other people, I'm not even that much with my mom. I'm a bit like, if my brother, try, like Jeffrey tries to hug me, I kind of freeze a bit. Like, yeah, I no, like, I'm not into it either. I don't like it. I'm not a person, yeah. I've seen them at your gig. They, they like, really touch you yeah drag you around the room and all and yeah, yeah to meet their friends yeah and put like, their hands around your neck and yeah and there was a girl like had her arm like she was had her arms around you yeah I know it happens a lot yeah I it thought does. it was your ado- like the, the mom who gave you up for adoption for a second I like know, she just yeah. found you I still prefer to shitty man jokes I un- unwanted woman grabs are better I'm than shitty man jokes. jokes I'll be honest with you but yeah it is a thing you do and like especially when you're some as fucking socially awkward as I am well you know you what have I mean? met your sister oh here I, I so it's the 28th today it's Wednesday but last night I did something really cool so so I hopefully it's as cool as I think it was going to well actually I, I was quite honoured to be asked but so it's Dermot Morgan, the comedian, and from Father Ted. It's his 20th anniversary this year. Yes. He passed away 20 years ago. And I wrote a blog on SusieSays.com because you probably don't know this. But I was the very last person to interview Dermot Morgan. Because he lived on your road. No. Thanks for ruining the moment, though. Um, didn't loon him your road. 
Dickhead. But no, were you really? No, in January. So 17. And I was in London with Christopher. These things only ever happen because of Christmas. Can I just put like, shit happens in my life that's pretty weird. But it's generally down to Christopher because I end up in precar- precarious situations. And then I'm the human sacrifice that he goes, go and do that. But I was, I worked for a pirate radio station called Freedom FM. I was 17. It was my first proper trip to London to him to see him in Radio 1. And he brought me to an event which turned out to be the season premiere of the second season of Father Ted, which ended being the last season of Father Ted. So I was 17 and there, like, and just surrounded by all these people. And then Christopher handed me a mini disc player and a microphone and said, go and interview them. And I was like, I can't do that. And he was like, you can. So I ended up interviewing Frank Kelly, who's like since passed, who was, to date probably one of the greatest gentlemen I've ever met in my entire life Ardlo Handlon who shit. yeah who knew I was a 17 year old with a fucking uh, by the way can I point out I had a BBC Radio 1 mic like there's, <laughs> there's fake in it and then there's really fake That's in it like right great story. so then they said that Dermot was too tired and he had been in I just remember he was in a corner like you're saying about those junkets and people were just coming in and he'd been sitting in that corner for two hours. And I had like, I had no expectation to interview anybody. So they they, they said, look, he's too tired and he's not doing any more and he's, we're finished up. And I was kind of relieved. I was a bit like, okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm actually happy enough with that. And then out of nowhere, something happened and I found myself sitting in front of Dermot Morgan and he he was just like... What do you mean something happened? Like somebody just was on there? Yeah, so no, I, I don't know what, I don't know because I had walked past him and smiled and he knew I was a kid. Like, and I yeah. looked every bit 17. I wasn't... You know, like a 17-year-old now, you'd be like, is she 30, 31? How many kids is she? You know, yeah, yeah. I looked every bit of a 17-year-old. So he was like, nah, fuck it, I'm doing this for you. For, yeah. For the young ones. 100% he just, or, or, I don't know whether he heard my, I don't, I, I honestly don't know what it was. But he, he sat down and gave me 10 minutes of his time. He told me that he was tired. He said, oh, it's been a really long night and like, I'm tired and, and whatever. That was fine. And he was like, who is this for? Or where are you from? And I said, Freedom FM. And he's like, no, where in Dublin are you from? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm from Temple Oak. And he's like, oh, I know well. And then, so we had this whole conversation and I said, oh, this isn't even my microphone. Obviously, I didn't work for Radio 1. And I told him the whole thing that I was there. And he's like, I'm on Radio 1 on Monday. So this is like the Tuesday or the Wednesday of the week before. He's like, I'm on Radio 1 on Monday because Father Ted was going to air that night or whatever. So he was going to be on with, with Zoe Ball and Kevin Greening, which was the biggest, like 10 million people listened to this breakfast show on the Monday morning. So anyway, I interviewed him. I had my picture taken with him. There's pictures of me interviewing him. It's all up on my blog, by the way, suzysays.com. So go and have a look. But um, yeah, and then I said my goodbyes to him and he passed away uh, two days later. Two days? Yeah, two days later. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, so he never made it to Radio 1. Like that, that was the last Father Teddy ever did. And they reckon that that was the last interview he ever did because he finished Holy that night. Shit. He literally, when I tell you, he put his coat on and he left like immediately after that. Like he had been at that night, like that night for how many hours doing that junket like and doing that screening. Holy shit. Yeah, and had had press all that day and literally, t- and he like said, it was so nice and said goodbye. But in, in, weirdly. I mean, he was obviously fucking not feeling and good. And he had said, I don't feel great, I'm, I'm tired. Like, is that mental? Wow. Yeah, so he left. So I had these like cool pictures of me as a 17 year old. But I was so excited to tell my dad because my dad listened to Scrap Saturday. And I was like, went home, ha- you know, was just full of everything about Dermot Morgan. And, oh, and you have to put yeah. them pictures up on the yeah, they're, Dublin. They're, they're, yeah, I'll put them up on Dublin as well. that is fucking yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, so Holy then, shit. so last night, which would, would have been the 20th, so I then, through one thing and another, through Ruth Scott, actually, for 2FM, she's married to Rob, who's Dermot Morgan's son. He had three sons. And... I told Rob years later I told Rob I was, and he was like no way and I sent him all the photos of his dad and I, and he was like that's unbelievable and he sent me a message a month ago and was like look he was like it's Dermot's 20th anniversary and we're having some drinks just for close family and we'd love you to come it just seems fitting that you'd be there fuck 
everything about Suzanne Kane. Yeah. You get in everywhere. I know. I'm like dry rot. You get in literally. When is this happening? It happened last night. So the, 20, last the night. 27th of, of February. Tuesday, you yeah. jackass. <laughs> jackass. Thanks. You're such a jackass. I can't believe it. Thanks for your support you in the matter. You get in everywhere. In fairness, that's like deserved. Yeah, it's an amazing story, you know, yeah. in fairness. But like, it's just... You a, hate me though, right? Ah, only a little bit. I mean, I like you a lot more than I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a seed of hate. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. What an amazing story, though. That is kind of an amazing. What a fucking really odd, like, a sort of series of coincidences. Yeah, it was just, and that's all it was. It was weird because I, I had sent, I sent, I, I sent uh, around his anniversary. So it was only like two years ago. I sent Rob the pictures because he just sent the message that I sent him. He's like, I started thinking of you all, and because it was his dad's anniversary, he's like, thanks to Dan, still love the pictures from when you interviewed him. Mind you, he probably steal the credit for launching your career. Yeah, love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. But that's yeah, great. So it's, and that's twenty years ago. So he's twenty years past your age. Not mental Christ. to think he's that long gone. It's like. mad to think that even Father Ted is that old. Yeah, Father you know Ted I mean? is twenty years, and it still resonates today. Still, like Father yeah. Ted is like, it, I know I don't get faulty terrors. And I know you're not allowed to say that, but I don't get it. I hate fucking slapstick comedy. It's not my thing. I hate that real I stupid. I know so you much. do because you're thick, but like, I'm oh, just, <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> um, no, it's just not my kind of thing. But Father Ted, as he got older. But my dad loved Scrap Saturday, which nobody would probably remember because it's 40, 30 years old. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I had said that to him when I was leaving. I was like, my dad loves Scrap Saturday. And I said, and it, it, it's a real iconic memory of my child. You know, like a hi-fi system. And, yeah. and, and I just, it was always echoing around the house. And he was like, I said, oh, my, my dad loved it. He goes, I, I bet you probably prefer to listen to something else. And I was like, oh, I liked some of the voices. Like, I was yeah, so I don't know Charlie how he was or anything like that, and he just kind of laughed or whatever. But ironically, when my dad was quite ill, my dad was passing away, um, because it was cassette tapes. Thirteen years ago, one of his friends and we played the cassette tapes, and the, the cruel irony of it was, you know, so many years later in February as well, like that, my dad was passing away, and we were listening to German Morgan do those oh, voices. Yeah. It was very strange wow. and surreal. It kind of all went full circle. Yeah. But yeah, like that was the only thing I think my dad probably ever respected that I did <laughs> the interview I ever respected. He was like German Morgan, hey. But yeah. Yeah, very, uh, yeah. So it'll be. I, I'll tell you about it in the next podcast. But yeah, Amazing. but the whole. All the, I'll put the pictures up on Dublin, but they're on my my blog, says dot com. So it was like it's one of the one of one of my genuinely one of like my best ever. And I I loved interviewing, but I had no idea what was about to come. Wow, isn't that cool? Oh, me two days later, that has mm. actually blown my mind. Yeah, really cool, huh? Yeah, beat that motherfucker. I'm not going to. I absolutely not. I'm going trying to, to see. Do I have them in my? Do I, I have? Think of the... any other way to finish this podcast? No, <laughs> no. I think I think that's how we we end it. <laughs> um, now, what could have happened in the two weeks that we have been re- left to record this is that we may have possibly booked our gig in the UK in the two weeks oh, that yeah. have lapsed but we well, can't we, tell you about it because we don't know because we're not in the future yet yes but we will be in the future very soon so what I would say to you to do that is if, if it's booked check all of our online Things. avenues and you can buy tickets there yeah, but we'll have it out. We'll it's going to be in the next two weeks. We're going to, we'll have, we should, yeah, should there'll, we be have a, it? there'll be a date very, very soon. Very, very, very soon. Next podcast is, uh, so yeah. That's 95. So that's 95. Done. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, you can follow us through all of the social media channels. Don't bother following Dublin Podcast on Instagram because PJ does fuck all with it. And on that note, I'll uh, talk to you the next time. Goodbye. God bless. <laughs> and don't forget. Save riding. <laughs> <laughs>